Welcome to the Travel Agent Interview. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am privileged today to have Michelle Tatum on the line. Michelle, welcome. Thank you so much, Megan, for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Michelle, I wanted to talk today a little bit about something I know that you find useful and I use all of the time as I have done some cloth diapering with my children, but it's also helpful for the beach. Do you want to talk about this week's gadget? Yes, my favorite gadget when traveling is a wet-dry bag or a little, um, it's a small little bag that either keeps things dry, uh, say you're going to the beach and you're taking your cell phone or, you know, some um, chapstick or anything like that, but you don't want sand or water to get into. You put these things in the bag and then, um, you know, that way it stays dry in case of an impromptu rainstorm (laughs) or something like Mm -hmm. that. Or if you're planning, like, um, especially Hawaii is one that typically you don't leave until later in the day. And so if you wanted to go and enjoy your day at the beach, you can. And then what do you do with that wet bathing suit? Well, you put it in this wet dry bag because it will keep, you know, you can put your wet swimsuit into it and it will keep everything else dry. So it's a very versatile, very simple, small thing that, that can be um, a wonderful packing gadget. (laughs) Yeah. And I like them because they're, I mean, they zip close. Some of them even have, you know, a little flap that goes over that, but they're like soft sided with like sort of like a polypropylene lining and they're not crunchy and crinkly or, you know, it's, it's a thick material. It's not going to leak like a grocery bag or something like that. Um, And they, and, you know, I've been using them for diapers for some time now we're getting past that so they can have other uses in our house but they have some really cute patterns out there and also some really classy chevron patterns and whatnot and they're available just about everywhere but you know amazon has a ton of them and probably some of your babying stores but also ebay has a ton of options so that's a good choice for if you're going to a beach destination yes yes i found that they're relatively inexpensive and just a a easy, easy thing to pack. Yep, I agree. Well, Michelle, let's talk about you, the star of our program. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into the travel industry and maybe about yourself in general? Well, um, I'll start with I, I'm a wife um, and a mother to two, two kiddos mm-hmm. and um, enjoy meeting new people, which is um certainly what I enjoy about this job. And um, growing up, our family spent vacations camping and going to the local beach here in southern Alabama. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with traveling when at the age of 15, I was invited to go with my best friend and her family on a Hawaiian um, vacation with them. And of course, it just really broadened my, my view of travel. And since that time, I've worked hard and saved and been able to go to many destinations over the years. And um, I worked as an office manager for a small company for many years. And then, uh, you know, several years ago, I was able to follow my dream and, and become a, a travel agent and help others plan their amazing vacations. So a little bit of a diversion from the format, but how did the beach compare in Alabama to Hawaii? 
Oh, <laughs> very different, very different. Um, Southern Alabama offers a beautiful white um, powdered beach. It tends to stick to you, uh, which is kind of an annoyance, um, but beautiful white sand, almost like what you'd find in, in the Bahamas. Um, and then Hawaii, what we did love about Hawaii sand is that it's more, it is more um coral uh, so it tends to brush off easier although it's not very coarse it doesn't um you know it doesn't hurt to walk on it or anything like that and and the sands in hawaii depending on the island differ in color which is amazing mm-hmm. because it is volcanic and mm-hmm. and coral and so I, I just love seeing all the different variety of beaches um there instead of you know what what we're accustomed to it's amazing how sand differs all, all over really you were so diplomatic in that answer i was i was thinking that you were going to go for hawaii is amazing and alabama is well alabama but you actually <laughs> i've spent some time in alabama but um you know during slightly after katrina and so it you know i didn't get a very oh, good yeah, no. didn't get a very good impression <laughs> right. of the beach but i'm no. willing to give it another shot and uh, your description <laughs> and since i like that beach especially the turks and caicos sand it sounds uh, yeah. it sounds similar so maybe i'll just give it a try after all now what i will add is that like in the Gulf where we are, Alabama, the water, however, is not pretty. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> go further, go further into Florida, um, into the panhandle of Florida where it turns more blue, like Panama City on down mm-hmm. is a lot more blue and clearer than the Gulf. Our, our coastline is, is unfortunately not as clear and pretty and but you can make a sand castle so there you go oh but you can make beautiful sand yeah all right all right michelle will you tell us a little bit about the area of travel that you specialize in so i like to plan adventures uh romantic vacations including honeymoons cruises group getaways family travel i really feel it is important for families to Enjoy an annual vacation together, creating those memories, as well as how important it is for couples or parents to escape on a romantic week together. Even even if it's just a few hours away, it is so worth um, building your marriage and having that escape. I just love the definition of Hawaii because it, it truly is paradise. You've got so many rainbows and there's just it's surrounded of course with water Mm -hmm. and just the variety each island is unique not just one I mean you know there's there's so many different islands and each one offers such a unique experience you've got the big island that has the volcanoes you've got Mm -hmm. the um, Maui that has amazing golf and snorkeling and and scuba diving and just uh, the crater and then you've got Oahu that has all the traditional things that you think of with Hawaii, you've got Waikiki, you've got Diamond Head, uh, the North Shore, you know, all of these wonderful, wonderful just attributes toward each island, the culture, the people, just, every, you know, the sunsets are amazing. So I just, I, I really enjoy sending um, families there. When you plan trips for families there, do you recommend that they spend time in one island or do you like to break it up or really it depends on what the family's looking for? 
It really depends on what the family is looking for and how long they have to stay. Mm -hmm. If it is a short stay, I would only recommend one island just to get in as much as you can. If if they have a longer time to spend, then being able to do a split stay offers, obviously, because I'm on the East Coast, so it's it's a long, long day's travel to get to sure. Hawaii. So it, you know, after after taking that long journey, you definitely want to spend um, as much time as you can there. And being able to, to do multiple islands is a great way to see the diversity of Hawaii. I've also done a there's a cruise um, that I love that you can go and you can see all the islands and, and, and from a different angle, which I love because when you're on the island, you know, you get that perspective, but when you're coming in around the island on a boat, you get a totally different perspective too. So if they do have the time to spend and the budget to do the cruise, that to me is, is kind of the ultimate, but it also depends on what they're looking for. Yeah, that is a struggle. When people want to go to Hawaii, they're like, I want to do it, and I want to do it for $800. And I'm like, well, you might be able to get there. I don't know if you're coming back, but... It's usually starting at a minimum of 800 for air from, mm -hmm. from say, Atlanta. Um, so, you know, a family of four, I mean, you're, you're just there is going to, you know, be close to $35,000, So. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's not any all-inclusives in Hawaii I know. and I get that request a lot, <laughs> but there's too. not now many, many of my properties do include like a breakfast, which is nice, but the island offers so many, and this is why they don't have it because they want you to get out and Hawaiian food is amazing. They have yes. a lot of, of ocean, um, fish and just fresh, you know, fresh fish and, and different things and just the food trucks and the, they want you to get out and really truly experience Hawaii and, and all that it offers. So, you know, the timing, it's, it's a very seasonal, um, area destination. So depending on the timing, like I, I worked with a family, um, that wanted to go and even pushing the dates back a week made, you know, a thousand dollar difference. So yeah. it really just varies. Yep. And you know what? Another great reason to contact a travel agent because you watch the ebbs and flows of that and you can kind of predict a little better. So, you know, absolutely. Little, little plug for travel agents there because that's what we do. <laughs> can you tell us a success story, a funny story? or a situation that might have gone wrong, but that you were able to get control of again and make it a success for your for your clients? I sure do. Actually, last week, recently, okay. I had a client, and a couple that was in the um, Dominican Republic enjoying mm -hmm. an anniversary trip that was quickly interrupted by the hurricane. Yes. Um, and... What I was able to do, they weren't able to leave the island before this before this massive, you know, Category 5 hurricane wow. hit. So what I was able to do, because I do know this island, I do know the area and the different resorts, I was um, able to relocate them from the northeastern side, which is where they were and which was the closest and under the hurricane warning. Mm -hmm. I was able to quickly secure a room on the southern side of the island. Um, that was a much safer area. Still mm -hmm. had a little <laughs> wind, a little rain, mm -hmm. but... Um, the couple, you know, was very thankful to be out of out of the um, 
the warning zone. Sure. And the they had never used a travel agent before and was extremely grateful to be able to contact me and for me to be able to help them through that. Yeah. Um that there are so many stories coming out, uh, you know, about the about the hurricane and I got to say that if you have a travel agent and you are someone that used one and you were affected, I mean travel agents are are really coming out as some of the I don't want to use the word hero because there are so many other things that that could be applied to, but as far as customer service goes, you have a resource and, you know, they, they were doing right by their clients during this period of time. So glad to, glad to hear that story. Um, and it was going Oh, it brings me back to Valerie Gossett. Let's talk about Valerie for a second, who was our last, our guest for the last two episodes, just a little update on Valerie. She got back to the port. Hopefully we will hear from her Again, again, an update, but the car parking lot or the cruise port um, parking lot that she was at was just, you know, demolished. And it was a, it's a mom and pop type operation and they tried to cover people's cars where the windows got blown out and all kinds of really considerate things. And we'll find out some more information on that because she said even though it was a bad situation, they tried to make the best of it. And uh, to my knowledge, she was told, still trying to get back to her home and trying to ping pong between places she knew had gas. So we'll get an update from her shortly, hopefully. But she is, you know, she is in one piece. She's back on the States, you know, continental States. And yeah. um, we'll get an update from her shortly. Um, let's go to our last question for you. And that is a best or most memorable meal. Okay, back to Hawaii. My husband and I were there enjoying our actually first day of this trip. Mm -hmm. um, one of our trips, it was the first day in the Hawaiian Islands on the island of Oahu. And it was a few years ago when there was an earthquake, which oh caused power out, which is unusual, but you know, it, happens. Um, it, it, it did happen. And so I unfortunately didn't feel it because we had a Jeep and my husband was thoroughly enjoying driving the Jeep. So okay. unfortunately I didn't, <laughs> I didn't feel the earthquake, but um, anyway, power was out for most of the day. We were of course familiar with Alan. So we just continued about our day driving around and exploring. And we came up to the North shore area and discovered a truck that was offering rotisserie chicken, which by far, I don't know if we were just starving or what, but we were so happy to see them, and um, it, it was the most delicious thing that that we have ever eaten. <laughs> um, it was a great lesson um, in always carry cash when you travel, yes. a little bit anyway, and to be prepared for the unexpected when traveling, because you just never know. Um it turns out that it was it was one of our most favorite days together there. So, yeah, I mean, so we're not used to carrying cash, but we're here in the United Kingdom now for an extended period of time. We've moved here now for for some years, and we are not used to carrying cash. And a lot of places here only accept cash. And I mean, I so first off, this is people that know me probably are going to find this surprising, but. I have because I have germ problems. Like when, when we moved into this rental house, I bought the equivalent of a flamethrower, but it's like steam. So I blasted the <laughs> heck out of this house. And because we're talking about food, I won't tell you what the outcome was. But the house is oh, way, no. yeah, it's way cleaner than it was. And uh, the toilets are pristine. So 
Anyway, all that to say, I have problems with germs, but I love a food truck. I just love food trucks. Yeah. So I can believe that you're yeah. rolling up and being like, oh, it's only rotisserie chicken, but it is the best meal I've ever had. I don't know why. If it comes out of a food truck, I will probably eat it. I love it. So, <laughs> Well, and this is like a converted trailer. Yes, their fish taco trucks are amazing. I'm still trying to figure out a local place here that, mm-hmm. that serves anything close to what that is. But I have yet to discover anything. Oh, um, and we've tried to recreate it on our own and still still failing. But um, this was like a converted little flatbed trailer that had, I mean, it just had rotisserie rods with, you know, whole chickens stuck on there. And it it was delicious. <laughs> I believe it. And I would totally go for that. And I will tell you that uh, we've come across all these little food markets here and there's like a hog on a spit just about everywhere. And I'm totally digging it. And my husband's not in you know short supply of roast hog because it's everywhere. But... All right. Well, that's, is there anything else that you want to say to listeners about your specialty or anything that we might have missed? I don't believe so. I mean, I just encourage your listeners to um, reach out and use, of course, professional travel consultants because mm-hmm. they can customize your vacations um, to what you are looking for. Um, many agents do not charge fees for our expertise, our resources, our mm-hmm. knowledge to ensure that you get the best experience that you're seeking. I mean, you work hard for for your vacations as well as anything else, and, and using a travel agent can help make sure that um, you get what you pay for. And just to... Um, help prepare clients for the destinations, the resorts, as well as um, assist with any tours or details. Yeah, great. And then do you have a website that you want to give out right now? And I can also put it in our show notes and on your guest profile. Absolutely. Our website is www.govacationguru.com. Okay. Excellent. GoVacationGuru.com, and we'll put links to that in the show notes, as well as links to some very cute dry bags. Okay. And maybe a food truck, because we can. (laughs) Now, uh, we're going to throw one last portion onto the program. It's going to be an experiment this week, and we'll see how I do. An impromptu question for me. Do you have one? Any question, you can ask it. I will answer it or attempt to. What was your most embarrassing family moment while traveling? Okay. Um, yeah, it has to, it pro- I know that it has to do with my children. There are so many. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to try my best not to reveal which friend or family member whose pool this happened in. But you moms and dads out there with kids in swim diapers know what I mean when I say that that thing is basically a tea bag or a strainer for, you know, for the solid contents of your kid's diaper so they don't get into the pool. Or maybe sometimes they do. So this summer, this was a road trip story. We were at someone's pool and my baby, Joey, who was in a swim diaper, I went to sit down next to him and was cuddling up on him and snuggling him. And I noticed that the water around him was a little cloudy Mm. and horrified. I said to this other lady, oh no, he pooped in the pool. And we both had these horrified faces because (laughs) 
not too far from us was a young couple, so in love, newly engaged, about to get married, you know, not quite making a baby in the pool, but flirting as hard as they could, you know, to be in mixed company. So this other gal grabs my baby and holds him as far away from her as possible as to keep the mess away from her. I grab a bag and we run into, you know, a kind of a more covered area and we stand him in the trash bag or grocery bag, whatever it was, <laughs> and just drop his diaper straight down because it was so bad that it was running down his legs. We created a brown drip trail. It was horrible. And what we learned was that um, he does not chew corn very well. So lesson to children, chew your corn. <laughs> And to make matters worse, when everything was cleaned up and I had confirmed that the pool had been shocked and was going to be shocked later that day, we were having dinner and put our feet in the pool afterwards when the chemicals were nice and fresh, only to see that there was a piece of corn on the bottom of the pool. And yes, I have a picture of that piece of corn that I will put out. So, Definitely a cringe moment yeah. for sure. So there you go. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh gosh. Oh. Well, thanks for asking me that. Thanks for participating and being on the podcast today. And um, that's going to do it for this uh, this segment on Hawaii. So thank you for being on the Mich- uh, on the Michelle program. Thank you for being on the program, Michelle. And uh, with that, this is Megan Chapel, your host of the Travel Agent Interview, saying good night.